This is Revisiting Haven. Hey guys, so um, Amy and I are on 103 in Nova Scotia. We are headed to Lunenburg. Lunenburg. From Halifax down to Lunenburg. We just left uh, Hubbard's Beach, which was seen in Sarah and a flashback. Spiral. Spiral and the flashback for Thanks for the Memories. Um, but the reason for this, because we'll probably talk about our trip in another Oh, by the way, podcast. there's snow at the beach, at Hubbard's Beach, just FYI. Amy is uh, experiencing this for the first time. Falling snow, uh, fall-in snow, the cold. It's an experience, but we're recording this on the road, and so we, we're going to talk about reflections, which Amy uh, has watched for a second time. I managed to get it on the iPad and watched it in the car here. So while she was watching, I was listening to it. Amy's nice enough to be driving. This is Amy S., the other Amy. I'm the passenger. And by the way, always wear your seatbelt with Amy, or she, she'll kick you out of the car, just FYI. It's an international rule that people should be wearing seatbelts. Anyway... Uh, Reflections by Chernal Edwards. Amy and I watched it this morning. She saw it again a second time. So, what do you think? Um, what do I think? Okay, well, I'm, I don't have my notes. I haven't had a chance to really delve into the episode and write my notes and think about it. So, I'm just going off the cuff here. I'm so, forcing that. I'm forcing that. Because we're doing yeah. an on-the-road show here. Th- thanks, Amy, for... Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks a lot for that. So, the big thing... I, I don't know. I guess there's a couple of big things. Um, Aether... Who's the guard member who's got his hands on the Aether? How does he know about it? What does he want with it? Pretty sure it's Kirk. Well, they didn't identify the person on the video, the security camera's Kirk. That's who my first thought was Kirk. I'm pretty sure it's Kirk. My money is on Kirk. But Dwight said he's got a tattoo to all find him. I thought Dwight would have been able to identify Kirk. Yeah, I know. Again, disappointed in Dwight. Yeah, unless, you know, it's security camera footage and and the guy, he looked like he had his head down, he had a hat on. My first thought was Kirk, so I, I don't know. I thought if it was Kirk, Dwight would have known right then and there it was him. Um, Charlotte, Dr. Charlotte was trying to get the Aether. Duke wanted the Aether. Mara wanted the Aether. Well, Duke wanted it for Mara. Everybody um, seems to want it, want something in yeah. this episode. Um, but why, why don't we, let's see. Uh, we'll talk about Dwight. We'll talk about Mara. We'll talk about Audrey. And we'll talk about Vince. Okay. Uh, we can talk a little bit about Dr. Charlotte, too. Yeah, well, I could burn to the Dwight thing now. Right, that's give, true. Given what he does. Oh, look, welcome oh, to Oh, welcome to Chester. We Exit just passed seven. the welcome to Chester sign. Guys, we're going to put together a post to help you guys, like, kind of find things. So you come to Chester when you're going south from Halifax. You hit Chester, then you hit Lunenburg. Um, we're going to go all the way down to Lunenburg, start there, and then come back up to Chester, Mahone Bay. Um, then back to Hubbard. Yeah, and we've already done Hubbard's. We've already done Peggy's Cove, so... So that's an aside, but uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, Dwight, continually disappointing me, sir, in your blind uh, faith in Dr. Charlotte Cross, even after Vince tells you there's no government source. And I think, and Amy has mentioned this before, that Dwight seems kind of desperate for a cure or just wants a cure so badly that all he's thinking is, get me a cure. I don't know who, how, or what. Just do it. I mean, he said it himself. Hope. Makes everyone just a little bit crazy, kind of. Yeah. Um, I don't know the exact word, but, you know, when he said that, I was like, look yourself in the mirror, sir. In the mirror. <laughs> I mean, it's true. But uh, Charlotte, ironically, is, is still trying to find a cure. She thinks she's giving false hope. Not false hope, but what was it? Um, kind of like um, stress, essentially, like a yeah. tease. Right. 
Um, but now she has Audrey's blood, and she has Nathan's blood. And, and did she... No, she didn't get Nathan's blood yet. She only got the swab from the cheek for the DNA. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. But she's got two vials of Audrey's blood. And did she really give her a B12 shot? I don't know. Are we supposed to just go with that and believe that? Well, let's say um, she did, then... I'm a little worried about what she injected her with. Um, and Dr. Cross, and they can't... It's weird how, you know, they didn't just call her on her bluff right away and kick her out of town. They're all kind of trying to find out more about her while she's still there and what's she going to do. Some of them still think to think that she is CDC, but what's she going to do with the information? And some of them are like, she's not CDC at all. So... We'll see. I, I mean, yeah. I think what we discovered with Charlotte Cross is she isn't who she says she is. Correct. Necessarily, because she has that folder of information that kind of dates things. Right. She's got all these pictures of Audrey's previous incarnations. And I thought there was that picture of um, Sarah that... and uh, Dave. Right. In there. It's like, where did she, and how did she get that photo? Right. We've seen that one before. Oh, there was that photo of um, Lucy and the chief in there. Yeah. Um, she had a photo... A couple of those photos, like the one on the far right and the short hair, is that Veronica or is that a version of Audrey we've met and I'm just not recognizing the photo, but that looked like a new version to me. Um, it, it's interesting. So, but the question is, how does she have this and why does she have this? Right. Um, and what's going on? What's so, her motive? So, yeah, uh, a little disappointed in Dwight still uh, because of that. And it seems like he's still smitten with her, still wants to have a dinner date with her. But he acknowledged that it might be a distraction. Yes, they, they did. So I was wondering if that uh, storyline is closed now or... I don't think what? so. It's just not going to develop into too much is what I would think. I don't know. I mean, I got to say, despite Dwight saying, you know, it's a distraction or whatnot, his belief in Charlotte could almost be compared to Nathan's belief in Audrey. And I find him to be a little bit hypocritical for his words. Yeah, but Nathan has a lot more to base his belief in Audrey on, whereas with Dwight, it's just on the surface. And That's the point. And he's smitten. That's the point, though. Yeah. So, but don't, don't compare mine, Audrey, to Dwight and Charlotte. <laughs> no, because a comparison can be made. You blame Dwight. Don't blame me. Blame Dwight. He made, he made it available. Why do you got to ruin it all, Dwight? <laughs> so then the other struggling couple, uh, you know, we're going to go with Nathan and Audrey next. Okay. Because uh, the big elephant nope. in the room. We'll talk about we'll that talk later. About later. Um, so, go ahead. So, Audrey's still sick. Nathan, of course, is worried about her. Audrey, of course, is being her stoic self with her mission of solving the troubles, helping the trouble, taking care of the town, curing people. Well, she talks them down to get to get them to you know deal with their trouble. Um, she was a little bit more open to the doc than I expected, but at the yeah. same time, not. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that Audrey is, is hiding the severity of her symptoms, I guess you'd say, from Nathan isn't surprising given how much she hides from him. Right. Uh, usually, if something's wrong. Right. She doesn't like him to know. Because I think that she's protective of him, and he would probably do the same. Right. And I think she also knows uh, that if he knew... He'd, he'd stop her from going out and helping the troubled. I mean, he wants to say, Audrey, we need to get you healthy first, and then you can go about your mission. And Audrey's like, I'm not thinking about my health. I have a job to do. Well, yeah, he does the same thing. Yeah, right? they both do that because they, they sacrifice themselves for Haven. And each other. But yes. uh, I do I do think uh, Audrey realizes how crazy and scary this is. Mm-hmm. When she heard the words degeneration, and yes. regeneration, right? 
how she kind of quickly snapped at Nathan. I was like, you know, yeah. so you do believe it has something to do with the split. You do believe I'm not real. Whoa, whoa, whoa there. That's Audrey's own fears coming. She's yeah. verbalizing. Exactly. Yeah. That's, um, you got the sense of how serious this is. Yeah. I mean, what is happening to our dear Audrey? I think most of us love Audrey. Um, what's going on with her and how are they going to cure this? And is Dr. Cross the key to it? I don't think she is because I don't trust Dr. Cross. Who is causing Audrey's trouble? Excuse me, her sickness. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I misspoke. Who's causing her sickness, her illness? What is it? I'm is it a trouble? Is it the split? Is it Charlotte Cross? She's a newcomer in town. I'm is it Nathan. the aether? No, I'm with Nathan. I think uh, this is a side effect of the split. Okay. And uh, I think she's still real. I think she is Audrey. But yes. I think this is a side effect of it. And I think um, Nathan is the only one who understands lying to himself that something serious is going on. Audrey knows it, is trying to not acknowledge it. Nathan acknowledges it and is trying to get her to understand what's going on, why he's doing what he is. Well, Nathan's, you know, always fighting for Audrey. She's his true love. She is his everything. And I think he is her everything. Well, I know they are each other's everything. <laughs> So, of course, Nathan's not going to let anything happen to Audrey. And if Audrey's not going to look out for herself or put herself first, Nathan, of course, is going to do that. Well, Nathan said it himself in the sense that when Dwight said, does this mean that you're going to trust Charlotte Cross? And he said, I'd love to trust her, Dwight, but it's kind of hard when it comes to Audrey. And that makes sense. Right. And then one last thing we need to mention just, you know, about Audrey being cold. And you want to go with that one, Amy, real quick? Yeah, yeah. So, um, in case you remember... Um, Charlotte Cross said that Audrey is very, very cold to the touch, right? And Audrey never mentioned that, really. It's kind of hard for her probably to admit that. She's hiding symptoms. And Charlotte acknowledges, you probably aren't giving me everything. But she said, you're kind of cold to the touch. Nathan never would notice. I, I'm not sure if everyone caught on that. Remember, Nathan wouldn't notice how cold she is because he can't feel her anymore. Right. She's no longer immune, so that means Nathan can't feel her. He can't feel how cold she is. Just an interesting observation of the fact that why Nathan hasn't brought that up. If he did know or understood how severe it was, he'd probably be scared. But the other person um, who kind of sees Charlotte Cross for what's going on is Vince. What Vince is trying to do is trying to figure out who she is, and he's facing the obstacle of Dwight. Yeah, Dwight, who has, you know, revealed the secrets that Vince and the elders of the town and Dave and everybody, that they have literally worked centuries to hide uh, since ancient history, since the Troubles began. And don't forget to watch the webisodes, Haven Origins, by the way. Episode two, uh, Part 2 of Episode 2 is out, speaking of the origins of the Troubles. But back to Vince. Yes, he's on his mission to protect the town and find out what's really going on with Dr. Charlotte Cross. Yeah, and I love that Vince and Nathan are working together for this. I mean... Yeah, and I I love that Gloria's on their side, too, that they're trusting her as a confidant. We've seen that before, but it's furthering along. Love it. Let's also talk about Gloria and the uh, snappy comeback she has. (laughs) You know, tiny little thing, isn't she? Oh, yeah. And if you read the... um, uh, on sci-fi.com the photos inside facts about the episode uh, that was Jane Eastwood ad-libbing that line so that's even more awesome and perfectly done perfectly yes. executed it was great and um, the glorious snark that we love and we went to always see and so we have Nathan and Vince working together to figure out who Charlotte is now mind you 
Dwight doesn't know that Nathan is working with Vince about this. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that'll be interesting because right now Dwight and Nathan are focused on class the Aether, and they did that by looking at the screen because Dwight thought Nathan did it. Right. Nathan was like, Duke did it. It was probably him. And we'll talk about the reason that Duke is going for the Aether is because, well, he tried to reach out to Nathan for help. Right. Well, Duke wants the Aether because Mara needs the Aether to cure Duke. So this was a very uh, Duke-centered episode. We're just gonna—it it was, yeah—and that's not a bad thing. That's not a good thing. That's that's just what it was. And you know, I'm a big fan of Duke, and I thought this was a very important episode for Duke mm-hmm. uh, because, well, poor Duke—he's he's in a rock and a hard place. And you know, he's dying. He's in an essence, you know, he's got all these troubles roiling within him or rolling within him, as they say, and. You know, if he doesn't do something to release some of these troubles or vent these, he will die. And so his, at this moment, the only cure or the only thing to keep him alive that he knows of is Mara. And Well, it's not Mara. It's releasing the troubles. Right. Well, it's but, but he needs Mara's help to do that. Yeah. Apologies. Because as we know, he has released troubles on his own. Um, but when he can't do it and he's desperate... You know, he needs the Aether and he needs Mara to do it. He needs them. Let's recap for a moment, shall we? Um, Duke is in trouble. Duke has had his trouble twisted, augmented, adapted uh, by Audrey last season. And now he's living with this. He's living with this altered trouble that can do a lot of damage. And it has been used for good in the sense that it split Audrey. But it's also done bad things, right? And then if we think about it, Duke has kind of faced this alone. Nathan figured it out and helped him try to get his book back. But Mara is the only one that seems to be able to kind of guide him. Yes, and Mara is the only one, to your point, Amy, that Duke's really been exposed to or that knows about this. He hasn't really shared with anybody the depths of it. I mean, I think Nathan knows, but he hasn't gone to Nathan and said, look, this is still going on. This is where I am right now. No, and you might not like what I say here, but... uh, Nathan, Audrey, Dwight, they all know what's going on with Duke. They all know what he has to do and that he has to release the trouble and that it's making him mad. But it seems like they've forgotten or they trust Duke to handle it. Right. I'm just saying, Nathan knows that this is bad for Duke and he's been there when it's been bad for Duke. He was inside Duke when it was bad for Duke. But Nathan doesn't know at what moment this is happening to Duke unless Duke tells Nathan or unless Nathan is in Duke's presence. But as a friend, Nathan should actually kind of be there for him. What, yeah. The point I'm going to, and I told you, I didn't think you might like what I say. Uh, Dwight tasered him in the last episode, right? Uh, the episode before last. The episode before last. Nathan wasn't really there for him in this last episode. And then when he calls him now and says, hey, listen, things are bad. I'm out of troubles. I need Aether. I need Mara. You know, Nathan does kind of turn his back on him, even though there's a hand helping, hand reaching out and saying, hey, we'll help you some other way. Just come in. Right. And I think uh, further adding on to what you were just saying there, Amy, like Dwight and Nathan are kind of needing Duke to handle Mara right now. But now they've, you know, Duke's gone rogue and Mara's on the loose. And now Nathan finds out that Duke is hiding Mara. And I am not surprised Nathan didn't give Duke the Aether. I mean... There's so much at risk with releasing the Aether. I mean, yes, it, there is. Um, but Duke wasn't wrong in saying, hey, pot, this is kettle. Or kettle, this is pot, however it went. Because, no, 
y'all can't see Amy right now, but it's hilarious. <laughs> She's like brushing me off. No, Nathan is in a in a tight jam because Audrey is sick. His right. focus, Dwight wasn't wrong in that his focus is Audrey, but it's not solely Audrey. But by focusing on Audrey, Nathan's going to save the town because I stand true to my theory that... I'm not, I'm not I, disproving that. I know. Audrey and Nathan and their love is somehow key to solving all this. Maybe, but what I'm saying is, is that he has a friend in Duke. Focusing on the new, uh, Nathan Duke thing, the nuke, if you will. Yeah. Um, Duke right now, and this is why I'm not... Duke right now has nobody and the only person I told you I've said this before Duke being with Mara that exposure is bad when you have yes your friends not there for you and you're struggling you're at a low point and the only person you can turn to is public enemy number one right you know and she's getting in his head very well um and now she's getting into his head via you know she's using other ways she's she's pulling every stop yes and you know, she will stop at nothing to get him on her side. I think a lot of us have felt, looking back at previous, at last season, that William was maybe Mara's puppet and not, like, this true love person. And, you know, maybe Duke's just her puppet right now. I agree. I think um, some people think that Duke is going to possibly, um, what, what is it, when they redeem Mara? Yeah, it's, yeah, redemption I, thing. Redemption? Yeah. I don't think so. I think Mara has gone with the long game. She had William before to do her bidding. Now she has Duke. She's played it so well. I mean, she escaped, essentially, right? Yes. For what Duke thought was, she escaped. Right. But she knew if she just pretended she had gone out and come back, and it's like that handcuff thing. Right. She knew how to play him and make him like, well, she could have ran, but she came back. So that's kind of like, what? You know? And so... Okay, we just passed the Old Town Lunenburg sign. This is where the police station is. We're coming up to that town. So, very exciting. Uh, and I, I think that um, Duke is in the spot, and Mara's played it to perfection. And I think yes. she guided the trouble that was selected for him to feel alone. And that because Mara left and came back, he feels that she is the only one that cares for him. Right, and Mara does need him because she's not immune to anything he can release. Or the troubles that, you know, that Duke has. And Audrey hasn't spoken to Duke about this. Right. Every time Audrey talks to Duke, it's because of a trouble. Mm-hmm. And what is he supposed to think? Mm-hmm. You know, he hears that Audrey is sick. Nathan doesn't tell him anything else. Um, just that you need to come back. But he's like, I'm in trouble too. Right. So, uh, my heart goes out to Duke, for sure. Uh, yeah, for sure. Well, I'm sorry Duke's in the situation he's in. He's being played. Uh, I can understand his desperation to save his own life. And well, You heard what Duke said, right? The first thing yeah. he said is, one, I know what I'm doing. Right. Two, I forget what two was. Because I, oh, I wish you were someone else when he said that tomorrow? No, no, no. But just the fact that Duke said, I know what I'm doing. When Duke said, I wish you were someone else, what do you think he meant? I, I don't think he meant a specific person. I just think he meant not... I, not who you are, not not Mara. No. Do you think Jennifer? I'm wondering if it was Jennifer or if it was Audrey. Audrey because she knows how to help him usually and, and save him. Jennifer because they love each other. Right. Okay. Um, let's take a moment just to talk about Jennifer real quick. A lot of people think this is a spit on the grave of Jennifer. Okay. I don't think that's it. I think Duke is desperate. He doesn't know what's going on. Um, he is torn up, right? And 
I don't fault him for what's going on. No, I think he's very vulnerable. I mean, we say this yeah. a lot about this when a woman is in this situation, we tend to be a little more forgiving. But Mara was the aggressor here. And Duke is very vulnerable. And, uh, you know, she's been with him. She's been playing on his mind for how long? He's almost dying. Uh, you know. He's weak. And, and the, yeah, he's weak in a the, lot of ways. The thing is, is that he doesn't think he's weak, which is also why I feel bad because, um, yeah, that's that's he thinks he knows what he's doing, that he can control everything. I mean, I think he's going to be surprised that he cannot. Yeah. So this was a, a, a good episode story-wise, but I will mention that uh, the one thing I could have done without was that one-minute montage, essentially, of Duke Amara having Quaidus. I could have done without this. <laughs> I'm serious. I could have... I just, you know, they could have kissed and cut to a bed scene or... Yeah. Them, whatever. I just, I don't I feel like I didn't need to see all of that, especially when I'm not, I think I said it on Twitter. Um, the two things I'm, I miss, and I understand, I have I wrote, I wrote a State of Haven post and I stand by it, but I still miss two things in Haven. One is Duke's humor, comedy, and sarcasm. Um, two, it's Nathan and Audrey, and I feel when we get Nathan and Audrey, we need to embrace it because it, it may be rare when we get it again, but I feel like this one-minute scene was a little unnecessary okay. um, when we don't get the other couple, the main couple of okay. the show. So, um, just just an observation and, and whatnot. For Although it. Duke did have that funny line, something about when I was five, the Unicorn. unicorns got run over by a motorcycle or something to that effect. So there there were some funny lines in this episode. Well, have we rambled enough, Amy? I think so. Speaking of rambling, we're still rambling along uh, Highway 103 here. Almost at- We're almost there, so we're going to probably end this now. But um, let us know what you thought of the episode. This was our On the Road to Lunenburg podcast. We'll talk about our trip, which has been amazing. Yeah, it's been awesome. It's been amazing um, later on, so check that out as well. Yes, thank um, you, Canada, for everything. And so Halifax and Nova Scotia. Next week, uh, you know, check it out. Black Friday, there is an episode. Right, then turn left. See, we're almost there. Uh, You guys check it out, and we're going to go enjoy the rest of our trip. Take care. This is Revisiting Haven.